Hey guys, it's Kiki and I am here to review the long-awaited season four premiere of Insecure. This episode is entitled Low-Key Feeling Myself, so stay tuned. We're going to dive into what happened in the premiere episode. Okay, let's just skip the formalities and dive into what happened in this episode. So this episode opens with a very ominous beginning. I'm going to play a clip for you guys. Just take a listen. Honestly, I don't fuck with Molly anymore. What happened? Okay, so... (laughs) Issa and her dramatic ass is on the phone in her apartment watching some show hosted by um, LaVita from the Steve Harvey show. I love how they cast black actors and actresses from the past in these little skits that they do. But apparently Latonya went missing after she had Red Lobster or en route to her Red Lobster. Anyway, that's not important. Um, Then the show flash forwards to four months I'm sorry, four months back to Issa being on the phone saying that she don't fuck with Molly no more. So already my heart is kind of heavy, like, no, not the friendship. But we knew this was coming. We knew there was going to be a breakdown of some sorts. I mean, it's the fourth season. Molly and Issa have been through a lot. But now I feel like we're going to be focused on what happened, like what was the defining moment. So um, Issa is trying to, you know, gain some traction for the block party that she and Condola. Listen, I'm going to call her Connie because the Condola, the Condola, everybody was pronouncing her name differently. And I was just like, all right, I like her. We can call her Connie. But she and Connie have like linked up and become kind of like, you know, work besties. Connie is helping her plan this mixer to, you know, gain promotion for the block party and they are like in sync they are mary kate and ashley olsen okay they are besties all right period um which leads me to ask you know how long is this picking up from the season finale (laughs) because obviously not a year and a half but damn lawrence ain't come up yet the fact that she's with lawrence but whatever um they are getting along and um, Issa is really, really grateful for the friendship that they have, this working relationship that is just very, you know, truly innocent and fun. And, you know, black women getting together to get shit done. That's always a plus for me. So along with doing that, you know, Issa and Molly are taking part of self-care Sundays, which is basically them doing yoga off of YouTube and Issa um, smoking weed now. Being more open about smoking weed, I'll say. And... um she and Molly are doing their best to convince each other, in my opinion, that, you know, this is going to be a new start for them, that they're all about positivity and it's a new them. More importantly, Issa, um, she just wants to finally be in the right headspace and in the right spirit for what she's about to do with her career, which is the nonprofit, you know, thing, things for the community. And I think that's cool that we get to see that on screen. Um, Molly is still Molly. Um, she is fucking with Asian Bay. Uh, we see them go out on a date. You can tell he's more into her than she is into him. She's keeping herself guarded, but it's Molly. So we expect her to be a little um, withholding and a little guarded. This this is classic Molly, but he really likes her. And she is just, you know, trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Um, when she's with Issa, she's still putting her little digs in and trying to en- she's trying to encourage Issa and say that she's supporting her. But 
I don't want to say that it's hating, but it's just like little, little digs. You know, your friends, they know you so well and they know, you know, they know your propensity to make mistakes. So it's like a mom watching a baby try to walk for itself for the first time. Like you want to hold those hands out, but it's like, let her do this. So Molly, in my opinion, at this point in the show, she's being supportive. But again, those little digs are starting to come up. Um, she's still whining about that dude Torian from last season. I mean, he really wasn't a big problem for me, but they keep bringing him up. So I guess we'll see more of Molly at her farm. Um, next, we get a scene of Issa. <laughs> fucking a um you know a big dude and I was like oh okay th- this this is different Issa this is how we getting it down but you know they kept trying all these different positions and nothing was really you know hitting her spot and then finally he was like all right let's just do missionary <laughs> and the missionary position worked um people sleep on missionary it's it's boring it, I know y'all like to pretend like everybody's a sex wizard out there but um don't sleep on missionary I'm not putting my business out in the streets don't sleep on that. Um, but he's a TSA agent. I didn't really get his name. You know, they call everybody Bay. So TSA Bay, he gives her, um, you know, Hennessy and I think some pills that he confiscated from his job. I don't know. I liked him. He was funny and he was kind of cute. And it was um, a breath of fresh air to see Issa with someone different. You know, someone who's not skinny, someone who's dark skin and big and you know, not Lawrence, not Daniel, and not Nathan. Side note, where is fine-ass Nathan, y'all? I was re-watching the last season today, and every time Nathan is on the screen, I was just smiling, and I'm like, damn, why are you cheesing so hard for Nathan? But, um, you know, he fucks Issa, gives her present, and leaves. Like, Issa seems like she would be, like, a cool fuck buddy. Like, she's already back on her computer, you know, about her business. Like, all right, okay peace out (laughs) that was um very shocking to see um so we get back to Issa and Connie they're back at the office you know brainstorming things well okay so before this scene they were at lunch you know meeting up and Connie mentions this guy she's been dating and Issa references him as the comeback kid and she's like yeah you know we're still getting to know each other but I really like him and I'm like oh y'all still don't know like nobody knows who each other is okay so fast forward to Connie's office Issa is there and her and Connie are gelling they're finishing each other's sentences it's all girl power and then waddles in this bitch Tiffany who is played by Amanda Seals and if y'all listen to the podcast y'all know how I feel about Amanda Seals she's been annoying for a while now you guys know the real life stuff with her and Issa Rae in real life so I'm really not gonna get into it it's just Tiffany is trash period point blank so if you guys remember Connie um and Lawrence met at Tiffany's baby shower and that's how they started talking so Tiffany waddles in and she's just like oh I'm so glad you guys are friends you know everything is going perfectly and she's like oh who sent you these flowers and Connie's like oh you know um you know the guy I've been seeing and Issa's like well when are we gonna meet this mystery guy or either she or Tiffany says that and she's like well you already met him because he was at your baby shower and Tiffany's like please don't say the one person you went out on a date with and I thought it didn't go anywhere like Tiffany girl if Tiffany and Issa cannot be real friends because how are you not gonna tell me that this bitch went on a date with my ex knowing all the drama that we went through but um, Tiffany claims she didn't know and that her and, you know, 
Lawrence just went on a date and that was it. So once Tiffany <laughs> and Issa tell Connie that Lawrence is her ex, everything just gets weird. And the momentum of the girl friendship, the girl power, the Spice Girls moment, it just stops. And it's so fucking awkward to watch. Like Connie's thrown off. Issa's thrown off. You know, she's doing that awkward thing where she laughs at a very high pitch. And I'm just like, that damn Lawrence ruining everything. So Connie goes straight to Lawrence, um, Lawrence's apartment. And she's like, yo, I'm, I, I know your ex. He's like, my ex what? <laughs> I don't know why I found that shit so funny. Really, Lawrence? You know who the fuck she's talking about. So she's like, yeah, the girl I've been, you know, talking to you about who's so cool and who I adore it's your ex Issa so Lawrence is of course weirded out Connie is really weirded out and in my head I'm just like okay yes it's weird but this is tv it's really not that big of a deal because y'all been seeing each other let's go on the assumption from the last season that it's been like a month or two is it really that big of a deal but of course this is insecure and this is a tv show so we're gonna you know maximize that this is a huge deal so connie needs some time to think and lawrence is just like well goddamn." um side note lawrence is so beautiful but i still can't i can't stand lawrence i can't stand him and it has nothing to do with him busting down the bank teller it's just you know lawrence hive and everything that lawrence stands for annoys me but we saw some character development with lawrence and i hope the actor Jay Ellis I think he said we're gonna see a lot more of him so I guess well we're gonna have to be on board for the bullshit that Lawrence brings so Connie and um Issa you know it's the day of the mixer things are going all right but there's such an awkward tension and it kind of makes me sad because I like I said I like the girl power between them but everything is just off everything is just completely off and um Tiffany is there as well. Kelly is there. I missed Kelly's ass. Molly is on her way with Asian Bay, And, you know, Molly, I'm sorry, Issa and Connie just cannot get on the same page. And it's starting, the cracks are starting to show in the foundation. Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but you guys know who I'm talking about. The one from um, the movie with Terrence Howard. The one who voiced the mom on Proud Family. Y'all know who the hell I'm talking about. The one with the gap. Y'all know who the hell I'm talking about. Her name isn't coming to me now. But um, she is going to be a big donor. But because Issa and Connie cannot get on the same page, she's just hella confused on what Issa's mission point is. You know, what is your statement for your brand? Why should I support you throwing this community-based events? And I'm kind of like on her side, like Issa. I'm like, are y'all really going to let this long neck nigga Lawrence throw off all the chemistry that you guys had? Like, <sighs> it, it was so sad to watch so molly and asian bear on the way to the mixer and already in the car molly's hating she's just like listen this event gonna be a little homegrown i don't really molly stop hating stop projecting bitch <laughs> But um, she's like, you know, it's for my friends, so just be cool. I forgot to mention earlier that Molly had mentioned to Issa that um, Asian Bay wanted to bring Nathan. You guys remember he and Nathan are roommates. <sighs> I just want to see Nathan. I just need to know that Nathan's okay. But anyway, um, she asked Issa and Issa said no. So jumping back to the car, um, she's trying to make, you know, further plans with Asian Bay. 
And he's like, oh, I'm not free on Friday, but I'm free every day else. And she's like, why? You know, you got a date with somebody else. And, you know, he's like, why is that funny? Come to realize that he's been dating other people, or at least he says he is. I feel like he was lying. But um, then he asked Molly, hey, you, you're not dating other people? And Molly, instead of being honest and transparent, she's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm dating. I'm, I'm dating other people. <sighs> Molly, why are you always lying? Mm, oh, my God. Stop fucking lying, Molly. So they get there. She already has an attitude. <laughs> I'm just like, here we go, Molly. She sends him off for drinks. He just wants to know where she's going to be. And he's like, oh, you'll, you'll find me. So as soon as she gets there, um, instead of supporting Issa, she's already wanting to dive into the Asian bait drama. And Issa really does not have the time for it. Her neighbors are trying to crash the party. You know, TSA Bay is watching the door and he's being super loud. Like, it's a lot of shit going on. Kelly is in charge of the bar, but she's overpouring. Amal, her adorable brother, is trying to get ratchet on the speaker system because he's playing music. Like I said, she and Connie are not translating well to the sponsors or the donators. So Issa doesn't have time and Molly feels a little bit ignored. And I'm just like, Molly, girl, you, I get it. She needs to be there for you in this moment, but it's not a big deal. You could have just been honest in the car. So Connie and Issa are speaking to a donor, the lady from Proud Family. What's her name? Paula? Tina something? Paula J? Paula? Y'all will know her name. Um, <laughs> Issa isn't being clear, you know, on what this lady wants to hear. So the party is just a just terrible and it was so awkward to watch like Issa was off her game even Connie was off her game and I'm just like the whole time like Issa pull this shit together like come on sis we've been through this for four seasons now get your shit together so um Amal starts to play on my neck my back (laughs) because Trina the ratchet neighbor wants to hear it And Issa just finally gets up on stage and she's like, listen, I'm sorry, you know, this mixer isn't what I told everybody it would be, but here's my mission statement and here's what I'm trying to do for the community. And, um, you know, the investors are the donators, so to speak, get a clear view of who she is finally and her objective and, you know, people donate. So it ends up being a success. Uh, she and Connie are cool again. They really haven't discussed Lawrence at this point, which I know we'll get to in further episodes of the season. But, you know, they have a really great friendship. And in her speech, you know, Issa thanks Connie. And she said she couldn't have done any of this without, you know, Connie's friendship and her guidance. And we see Molly kind of side-eye her, all right? And I'm just like, here we go, Molly. Here you go being threatened. So, um... Molly finds out about Connie and Lawrence off screen. So, you know, hold on to that. Well, we're going to put a pin in that. But the party's a success. Connie leaves. She goes to Lawrence's house. And they are so cute together. Like, I hate the fact that they're cute together. It's because she's so goddamn beautiful. But um, Lawrence is basically like, hey, are we cool? And she's like, yeah, we cool. And then cut to a sex scene. Side note, how funny was that dream sequence? (laughs) of the baby shower of her and Lawrence fucking all over and Issa like running into them fucking and you know Issa's insecurity about her clothes that's really relatable and how um when he was fucking her she had tags on her clothes (laughs) and she was like pop the tags Lawrence I was just like wow this show is really wild also I don't want to see Lawrence anymore I've seen his ass so many times but um back to the future her and Lawrence 
end up fucking and I guess she's down for the ride literally reverse cowgirl with her hoops in and her ponytail still in get it Connie I kind of like her I, I fuck with her she's also they mentioned last season she was divorced so maybe we'll get some backstory on that you know Insecure is one of those shows where it just puts a little bit of meat out there and then people and fans just go on these all you know these theories and it's like bruh just chill so we probably won't even see more of what happened to Connie in her marriage which is fine that's all right um Tiffany is over emotional because she's proud of Issa um Kelly is normal Kelly she's ready to get the fuck on through so um Asian Bay and Molly are trying to leave but she says she's gonna help Issa clean up and you know he leaves in a lift and she's just giving him attitude and I'm like Molly sis how many times do we have to do this again so it's towards the end of the night Molly's cleaning up but she's got an attitude um but she takes a moment to let Issa know that she's proud of her she just doesn't know what she's gonna do about this Andrew situation she does admit and this was kind of big for her that she really does like him she caught feelings and she's bothered and Molly you just gonna have to fix it girl you're gonna have to fix it but um she brings up the fact that she found out that Connie and Lawrence are together and she's letting Issa have it listen Messy, right? Sometimes I think you like that shit. Okay. Wow. I'm just trying to help you be real with yourself and hold yourself accountable. That's it. No, you're right. You're trying to help her be be real with herself and hold herself accountable. Molly, bitch, please. You're deflecting, bitch. You're deflecting and you're project you are projecting your problems and your inability to counterpart your feelings for Andrew and you're putting it on Issa. And it's hard for me to watch that because I feel like I have been that friend without knowing I've been that friend and I've had it done to me as well where, you know, I just did something good or I'm proud of myself and here comes somebody whether it's a family member or a friend coming to shit on my parade like oh you did that but you could have done it better and it's like god damn can I have a goddamn moment can I have a moment to enjoy and smell myself and celebrate the fact that I have a w on the board instead of an l but um y'all if I can't take much more of these little moments because <laughs> I just need to know what the fuck happens to Molly and Lawrence I mean, Molly and Lawrence, Molly and Issa, because uh, this is hard to watch. We've watched them, you know, get mad at each other and then make up within an episode. But this is an awkward truth that happens within a lot of female friendships. You know each other so well that it's so easy for you to pick out the other one's imperfections and you are doing it under the guise of protecting them. But are you also checking yourself? OK, it's easy to know what triggers your friends and you know how to set them off and what they should do you know everything they're doing wrong what they should be doing right but you have to check yourself before you check other people you have to be self-aware of your own problems before you can go around counseling other people and my huge issue with this is Issa isn't asking molly to check her she kind of has her shit together she had a lot of character growth last season so i feel like Issa is in the right mindset i just feel like this lawrence and connie situation excuse me threw her off her game so she's allowed to be off her game for a moment she tightened the fuck back up she got those you know donations for the block party and i feel like molly is preying on this one little 
she's nitpicking hard for two reasons because she's deflecting about Asian Bay and she's jealous of Connie and what she was saying in the beginning of that clip was I can't believe you still gonna work with her like that's so messy that's so awkward well maybe she and Connie Issa and Connie are adult enough to move through the situation even though they haven't fully had the conversation yet um they both are still willing to want to work with each other because they gel so well and I think that threatens Molly a whole lot so um Issa you know Issa does what I do when people try to come for me like that. I just take it, you know, make a note of it, and I move on. I literally just shut my mouth because I never want to be accused of being defensive. You know, you take it in and you stock it in an inventory, which may be a Sagittarius thing because we don't forget shit. Um, because we forgive, but we don't forget. But um, in that moment, you could tell that that's what Issa, that's how she was fucking feeling. So this is going to be a bumpy ride this season, you guys. I think Molly is going to be a lot. Um, this is clearly going to be Molly season. So we'll get to see Yvonne Orgy kind of um, blossom. And I hope we see a breakdown of Molly. Uh, I don't want to see a breakdown of their friendship. Of course, I want them to make up and be happy. But that's not real life, you know. It's what the fuck happens. I did like that Molly texted Andrew and was like, sorry, I was tripping. I thought we were having fun, but I really like you. Um, we don't get to see what he texted her back, which is fine. We'll find out this season. Uh, is this candy <laughs> on the little skit about the girl who goes missing? It's a lot of black people on this show. But um, overall, I liked this episode. This show just, it makes, it gives me so many emotions. Like it makes me happy. It never necessarily makes me sad, but it makes me feel awkward, which is on point because the show is the original awkward black girl. And um, throughout the whole party when Issa and Connie were fucking up, I just felt fucking awkward. Like you want to, I was like rooting for them through the TV. Like y'all please get it together. I don't want y'all to miss out on this great opportunity. So um, overall, I'm going to grade every episode on a scale of 1 to 10. I give this episode a solid 8. I like the music. I like the storyline. I wish they hadn't opened with the flash forward because I would have liked to see Molly and Issa's friendship disintegrate naturally. I wish we wouldn't have had the opening of, oh, me and Molly don't fuck with each other now. Because we know it could just be, you know, a trick or a trap meaning Molly could come to the door at the end of that episode and they'd be best friends. I would have liked for that to happen organically. So yeah, 8 out of 10. Um, Tiffany's going to be featured a lot this season. <laughs> Not necessarily happy about that, but they put her in small doses. So I swear to God, all I need, I just want Nathan to show up. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I need Nathan to show up and um if daniel and his demon dick wants to show up i would not be opposed but thank you guys so much for listening to my review of episode one season four of insecure please leave your comments on our instagram at otrpod if you guys want to tweet me i'm not really on instagram these days but i'm more on twitter at k-d-a-s-h-d-i-o-r um ash is on there i believe she's still at ash tay lamp marie hopefully she can get on some of these episodes with me and we can talk about it um and you know giving you guys some good quarantine conversation we are on well i am on day 28 of quarantine so you guys stay safe wash your hands stay clean cover your mouth wear your mask and i will see you guys for the next episode bye